Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires, and I'm excited again that you decided to join me on today. Listen, many years ago, there was a comedian named Flip Wilson, and he played a character on a show named Geraldine. And when she would do something wrong, she would say, the devil made me do it. Much like that character, when we act out of our new nature in Christ and find ourselves sinning or making errors, we blame the devil, and sometimes we even blame God. On today's episode, we're going to look at the scriptures and find out who is the real culprit behind our temptation as we ask ourselves the question, who is really tempting me? Let us have a word of prayer. Father God, we want to thank you for your mercy and your grace. Thank you for your love and kindness. Thank you for your tender mercies, God. Thank you for allowing us to be here today, Lord. And we ask during this time of Bible study, this time of reciting the word, that you would look upon our hearts, look upon our minds, show us the error in our ways, that we may be more and more like you, and we can walk in the newness of life and be the sons and daughters of God that you have called us to be in this day. Amen. Listen, if we would be perfectly honest, We would have to admit there are countless times we found ourselves in situations and places that we shouldn't have been. And we say something like, God is testing me. Or Lord, why are you trying me today? Or you'll say something like, the devil is messing with me. But if we look at the scriptures in James chapter 1, we're going to find out the blame really falls on us. All right? Let's look at the scriptures. James chapter 1, verses 13 through 15. And we'll be using the King James Version. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempted he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Look at these scriptures. We now learn that we have been charging God and the devil for our temptation when it was really our own lust driving us. Think about that. All the times I thought God had set me up, all the times I thought the devil threw something in my path, it was really my own lust driving me to this situation. All right? But listen, there are two things that are responsible for for the temptation that we find ourselves in. It is our heart and it is our mind. I hate to say it, y'all. It's our heart. It's my heart. It's your heart that leads us to these places. It's my mind. It's your mind that leads us to these places. Listen, Jeremiah 17 and 9 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? In Matthew 12 and 35, Jesus said, A good man out of good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things. So listen, our heart is responsible. It is a matter of the heart that we move some of the ways we move, that we do some of the things that we do. It is our heart. It is our heart that makes us act out of our new nature in Christ. We have been purged from our sins. We have been delivered from evil. We have been we have been renewed in our spirit and we have new life. But we will get outside of that because our heart will drive us to something that is not like you. Listen, our heart makes us fight. Our heart makes us seek vengeance. Our heart makes us lie. Our heart makes us lust. Our heart makes us unforgiving. Our heart causes us to do all these things. Our heart 
allows us, is what allows us to let the 18 works of the flesh that is mentioned in Galatians 5 to have expression in our members. It's our heart, y'all. That's the problem. We're going to look at our heart. Our heart is not where God wants it to be. And that's what causes us to be tempted. It's not God. It's not the devil. It's a matter of my heart. Listen, the next thing responsible for our temptation is our own minds. What am I thinking on? What am I pondering? What scenarios and, and fantasies am I, am I focused on? That is driving me to these places, to these persons, to these things that I'm doing. What are these crazy thoughts and hypothetical situations that I'm, that, that I'm festering on, that we're festering on, that drives us to do all matter of evil? It's in our thoughts. Listen, let's look at the text. The text says in verse 14, it says, I mean, verse 15, it says, Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Listen, lust is conceived when the mind and the heart come together. Now, I want you to hear that again. Lust is conceived when the mind and the heart come together. And when the mind and the heart comes together, Without the purpose of God, without the purpose of righteousness, it brings forth sin and death. Y'all, it's our thinking and our heart that is getting us in trouble the whole while. Oh, we've been saying, Lord, deliver me from temptation. We've been saying, God, remove this out of my way. But Lord, we got to be sent. We're beginning to look at ourselves and say, Lord, deliver me from me. Lord, remove, change my mind and my heart. But listen. I know that's kind of heavy to realize that it's your heart and your mind that's been causing you all this trouble. You thought you were righteous, so did I. But we have to understand in our flesh dwell no good thing. In our flesh we are wretched men. But if we walk in the newness of life, abide in Christ with us love, joy, peace, and kindness in the Holy Ghost, if we stay where God has delivered us at, we won't have a problem. So we're not gonna we're not hopeless. God loves us. There is good news about the situation. He's made a provision for forgiveness and change through Jesus Christ. So the first thing we need to do, we need to ask God forgiveness. We say, God, forgive me for all the times I blame you when I was tempted by my own lust. God, forgive me for all the times I said you were testing me and it was me that just drawn away from my own lust. And we ask him, after we repent, then we ask God to touch our heart. We ask God to create us a clean heart and renew a right spirit in us. We ask, Lord, to take away the stony heart and give us a heart of flesh that we may serve you. And we just understand that change our hearts and our mind that we will serve you, God. That needs to be our prayer. The next thing we have to do, we got to change our thinking. 2 Corinthians 10, 5 through 6 says, We're casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bring it into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Not one thought, not two thoughts, but every thought into the obedience of Christ. Then Philippians 2 and 5 says, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. That means you got to let it happen. It's not going to happen naturally because you're fighting against your flesh. You're fighting against their heart. But let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. And then Philippians 4 and 8 says this, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, 
Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think upon those things. Y'all, we're going to change our thinkings. We're going to have God to clean our heart. And y'all, we won't have to worry about being tempted anymore. Because when we operate and move in who we are in Christ, there is no temptation there. Listen, God is not a far as the scripture says, but it's in him that we live and move and have our being. The scripture says that we are dead and our life is here with Christ and God. The scripture says we reckon ourselves to be dead to sin and alive unto God in Christ Jesus. The scripture also says that we're seated with him in heavenly places. That we're in his hands and there's none can pluck us out. Lord, look guys, we are clothed in his righteousness. His righteousness has brought us new life. We are no longer debtors to sin. We no longer let sin reign in our mortal bodies because we're in Christ. So understand, if you stay right there in Christ, if you just stay encapsulated by God's love, his mercy and grace, you don't have to worry about falling to sin anymore. You don't have to worry about these situations because your mind and your heart has been renewed and you're walking in the newness of life. Listen, I thank you for bearing with me this time. I thank you for hearing this word and I pray that you will take this word like I've taken this word and we'll examine ourselves, examine our hearts and our minds that we'll no longer believe God, blame God for the things that we are or fall ourselves, find ourselves in, but we will trust God, we'll walk new, we'll be new and we'll have everlasting lasting joy and peace because we're walking in victory. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, Come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day.